everybody. And it must be Sunday, and what a beautiful Sunday it is, and it's too hot. <laughs> I did chores this morning. It was a little brisk. And then by, oh, I think it was about 10.30, all of a sudden the sweatshirt's off, the t-shirt's on. The shorts don't come off uh, until I just can't take it anymore as far as they're a little too cold. <laughs> Once the shorts come off, they don't come back on until next year. So there was one year I made a printer to Christmas because it was really a mild winter. Oh, yeah? There was a couple cold ones in there, but it's like, hey, I can do this. I can do this. I did. <laughs> so it's pretty good. But the Vikings are ahead. What's the score, sir? It is 27 the last time I checked. Oh! Look at this. Big time. Oh, considering what happened last week. No. And this is only in the first half. I just I was just telling Brian that uh, don't let him don't let him go take a break at halftime. Make him stay on that field. Don't let the karma <laughs> or the you know go the, the thing the wave change as they go into the locker room and come back out. Exactly. Yeah. And we got my Viking shirt. I don't get to wear the short sleeve one very much because usually this time of year it's a little bit brisk, so I can wear my long sleeve ones. You know, I got windbreakers or whatever type thing. So anyway, yep. So uh, the Vikings were on a roll, hot diggity dogs. So we got some great questions for me today. Um, it's me and Brian, and we're going to do the best that we can. So if you got questions, that'd be great. And then we're going to be talking to a gal from uh, Peterson uh, Supply, Pet Supply and Lawn, not Lawn, whatever it'll be, uh, Supply Center in North Branch. Uh, they're having a big doings next Saturday that I'm going to be a part of. It's a big pet expo. And so we're going to talk to them and find out about more about it and what's going on. So hopefully you'll be able to attend. It's a free thing. And boy, do they put on a thing and do oh, Peterson Supply up there in North Branch. I'll tell you, I went up there to check out their dog projects. Oh, that was not a good thing to do. $200 later, <laughs> I'm out of the store. And I could have easily kept going. I did, Yeah, it was. They got so many cool lawn stuff, uh, pet stuff. Uh, it's things to eat. Oh, they had a great a selection of jams and jellies. I'm a jam and jelly gal. I, and they, like they had boysenberry, which I'd never had boysenberry jam before. Very tasty. It's almost done. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so we're going to talk uh, to them. And then, uh, uh, like I said, and your questions. And uh, otherwise, that's that's about it. It was uh, uh, just an uneventful week. And uh, uh, Gilligan's doing fine. The girls, the ladies are doing fine. I had one chicken. Um, now, this chicken did not have a name. And she was a little bit out of sorts. And by Jiminy Christmas, yesterday, she decided to come out of the house, the hen house, you know, and kind of check things out. And last night, she roosted. And so I think we're on the road to mend. She just kind of went a little bit, you know, just looked a little forlorn. <laughs> but her comb didn't change color. Usually, if they're really, like, taking a header, their comb changes color. I don't know if you know that, Brian, but anyway. So, um, but yeah, that's about it. Now, today, what I want to address, I still keep... I get tons and tons of calls of jumping. People are tired of the dogs jumping on them, jumping on the company, and jumping, 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 jumping. So we're going to go over jumping. Uh, uh, that's a huge thing. And then another thing I want to bring up, I think I talked about a couple of weeks ago, is uh, shy dogs. Because everybody thinks that a, a shy dog is a dog that uh, has been abused. You know, they've been kicked, hit, whatever type thing. Believe it or not, the majority of shy dogs, what it is, is that they just didn't have much human contact. And where, the, where the, they're coming into the system in, in Ubers, or not Ubers, <laughs> Uber drivers are driving them in town. Picking them up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> by, by, by scads. There's a lot coming in. Is What happens is that the puppy mills that are out there, which is there are a lot. People don't realize how many there are. When they get a dog that won't breed back, then they go, a lot of them get killed. Uh, ugly story. Uh, but a lot of them, what they do is they, they're, they're, believe it or not, are auctions down south for puppy mill breeders to auction their 
dogs they're not using for breeding breeding anymore. And a lot of the rescues go down and buy them and bring them here. And the biggest thing that you got to remember when you get a breeder dog, guess what? The only thing that they've seen is usually, I'm sorry, don't blame them on guys, but mostly it's guys that are taking care of the dogs and they're in a kennel or in a yard. And, and the only time they even see a human is when somebody dumps food or fills the water. There's no interaction whatsoever. Just give me some pups so I can sell them and make money. And so that's why uh, when these dogs go to auction and then um, uh, then you get them in your home, the hugest thing is that they don't know what a home is. It used to be an outside or in a cage kennel. And so all the sounds, the smells and such like that is overwhelming. Think of what they've been, they went through an auction house and then got, had to be driven up all the way up here, driven, driven, whatever, um, all the way up here. And then now their next step of trauma is dividing them up so they can get to homes and such like that. What I've tried really hard with a lot of the rescues is these shy, shy dogs that don't know human kindness have to go to a home that has an existing dog that is a kind, steady, easygoing dog. So that because that rescue dog, the, the puppy mill dog, uh, breeder, ex-breeder, is going nosed on dogs, okay, most likely. And unless they were kept in a cage all by themselves. But anyway, so they will follow the lead of the existing dog because they know other dogs. They don't know what humans are yet. And they don't know how to respect or to trust and respect them. But the big thing is trust. So if you have an existing dog that is a kind, steady, easygoing dog and gets along with the shy dog, then that shy dog will follow that dog thinking, okay, if he, you know, he's not going to lead me into something that I can't handle. And so what happens is that, um, uh, like my Ethel, uh, the, uh, that I lost, what, hung out, Jesus, four months ago, five months ago, my little three-pound Ethel, when I got her, it took me two years to get her to trust me and trust humans where she was just a happy, happy dog. But I also had two other dogs, and so it was just me, just me and her. And then also she followed Gilligan's lead that when uh, Gilligan would come up and say hi, she'd come up. But if I reached my hand out to her, she'd take off. So eventually she get closer and closer and closer, realizing how much fun Gilligan was having, that she could have fun too. And so that's why, like I said, it's a, it's a, a long journey, you know, with these shy dogs. And what you've got to do is you have to help build their confidence through uh, trick training, uh, brain games, brain teasers, and obedience, because that's what they need. They need to look to you for direction and see how kind a human can be. The worst thing you can do with these shy dogs that are so scared of the world and everything else is to go, oh, there, there, it's okay, don't worry, don't coddle them. What you got to do is be the, uh, the the leader as far as, you know, the dog seems like it's shrinking and recoiling. Be the cheerleader. Oh, we can do this. Yes, we can. Come on. We can do this. Yes, we can. You know what I mean? So that's what you need to do. Dogs don't coddle. They don't come up and hug you. Well, there are some dogs that might come up and hug you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in, in the dog world, it's respect and trust that we earn that brings us a great working team. And so it's a long, there's, I've known dogs that have taken three years for them to finally turn that corner where you wouldn't believe the how where you started from. But you gotta be just to have that patience. And so if you're gonna adopt these shy dogs, please have the patience. And please have an existing dog that's bonded to you, that is a gentle dog, not a you know a wah factor that will get along with other dogs, okay? So that new dog that is shy and fearful, even if he didn't come from a puppy mill, there are a lot of dogs that are just born shy, just like in the human world. You could have two mom and dads with the same and have five kids, 
and the same you got the same gene pool, five kids. You've got the NASCAR driver, you got the bookworm, you've got the librarian, you got evil Knievel. <laughs> That's what you've got. You've got things like that. So that uh, and they're all from the same mom and dad. So shy dogs are not um even though they didn't come from a puppy mill, are there are out there just like in the human world. And so you what you gotta do is you gotta work with them and show them that you can be trusted and you can have fun and and things will go forward, but you have to have a lot of patience. Okay. Okay, well, we do a trivia question, and we'll run uh, to the lines, and then we come back. We're going to talk. We're going to talk to Donna. Okay, so you ready? Hold on. Let's see what the trivia question is going to be. Ready, Brian? Let's a, hear it. A snail can sleep for how many years? Uh, two, three, or four years. Two, three, or four years. We'll be back. All right, we're back. Thank you for staying with the KDK9 show. I'm here every Sunday, 4 to 6, answering the K9 questions and occasional feline questions. And we also have trivia questions. And here's a trivia question. Uh, through the years, remember, this is our 20th year. And, you know, I think I've said every dog trivia question that possibly could. <laughs> and so, yeah, so you just got to keep it lively. So now we're just do you know, we do things, dumb dad jokes, you know, whatever type thing. So here it is. A snail can sleep for how many years? Two, uh, one, two, or three years, or two, three, four years, or four, five. Well, no, anyway, how many years do you think it can sit? Two, three, or four years? I'm going to go with the max. So four to five, I think you okay, said. Okay, yeah. yeah. Nope, it's three. Three? Well, still. But can you imagine a snail sleeping for three years? I don't understand that. Probably get the best sleep of my life. <laughs> nah. I wonder what their lifespan is. I'll have to look that one up. Yeah. How long is their lifespan? But anyway. Okay. We got Jen from Peterson's Feed Mill or Outdoors. Uh, I just, I don't even know what the whole name is. So we'll have to ask Jen. Hey, Jen, how you doing? Good. How are you, Katie? Good, good. I called you Donna earlier because I didn't have my glasses on. Couldn't see the screen right. <laughs> oh, that's Sorry about right. that. That's okay, right. now what are you fishing? Because I just know you guys as Peterson Feed Mill and North Branch. Now you guys have reinvented yourself like a gazillion times over from what it used <laughs> to be. And so, I mean, if you don't have it, people don't need it because it is so fun to shop there as far as what the gifts you've got and just for the pet yep. supplies, horse supplies, blah, 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 chickens. So anyway, so what officially is it? Peterson's? North Branch Mill. Mill. Oh, okay. Okay, good. North Branch Mill. Okay. Yep, okay, we went back good. to our heritage. Oh, there you go. No, like I said, it is just a phenomenal place. And you know, like I said, I went up to check up your um, uh, your pet supplies out to see maybe what you had. And what you, yeah, two hundred dollars later, and I could have still kept going. So, but it was, uh, it is so fun, and the jams and the jellies and the sauces and you know, so you yeah. got things to eat. You got you got your little you know cart of great candy when you first walk in. But yep. okay, yeah. so what's happening next Saturday, the twenty fifth? Yeah, Saturday the 25th is our annual Pet Expo. Yes. So we will have, well, probably 50 to 20 vendors there. We've got two different rescues coming that will have pets that are available for adoption. We're going to have a pet photo booth fundraiser, and all the proceeds will go towards veterinary care and uh, rescue nice. work. Uh, and, of course, we have you, and you're going to be there uh, giving some teachings yes okay now i think i'm on 9 30 is that the food one talking yeah. about nutrition and then i'm on 11 30 right talking about Correct. behavior okay i Correct. wasn't sure if i had that backwards so it's been a nope. weird week so it's been upside down but anyway so then this is all free right it doesn't cost you anything to come to correct correct Every, everything is free you can come and talk to your uh, favorite uh product rep uh, of course, Nutrisource will be there. We yes. love Nutrisource over at Peterson. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, so Steph will be there, and she'll be there to answer any questions or if you uh, um, 
you know, just just have some issues and you want to talk to her about it, she'll be there to, to help guide you in the direction. And there's free samples the- for everybody of Nutrisource and the new element. There's free samples that Correct. they'll be giving yep. out. So that's great. Yep. Yep. There'll be samples that day. So it uh, should be a fun day. It's from 9 to 1. Um, mm-hmm. Please bring your pets. Just have them on a leash for us. Um, we'd love to see everybody come out if if they can. And one thing that I always uh, I put pl- put a plug in like is, well, not necessarily I'm going to be there, but is that anytime people go to gatherings and they bring their dogs, mm-hmm. no retractable leashes. Yeah, they can only be on a four foot or a six foot line, so that yeah. you have control. Because there's so many people they're looking at stuff and the dog is you know tripping people because people don't see the line and stuff like that. So exactly. if, you, if you come on up and if you guys show up with a retractable leash, I will show you where they're leashes are and one that you can buy and get rid of that retractable leash while you're there yeah. so <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly. Now how many so we're, how many years um you've been doing this the pet expo so the pet expo this actually um is our second year unfortunately with covid oh, yeah, we right. weren't able to have uh the events uh that we wanted to over the last um right, right. year so uh but we're hoping to make this an annual event for us just like our santa day and our chicken event and our horse event so okay back our, up now you said two words <laughs> their chicken event what kind of chicken yeah. event do you have so the last saturday in february we okay. have what we call as our chicken event so we have our um, chicken product reps are in the store uh, we've got hoover's hatchery there uh, we have door prizes chances to win uh, free baby chicks oh wow nice um, should be a fun time okay and then now with the pet expo is there any raffles or drawings or anything or uh, price specials going on Absolutely, yes. So we are going to have um, our pet toys on sale this Saturday. We are going to have, obviously, Nutrisource will be on sale, uh, probably our best sale of the year Okay, happening this Saturday uh, on Nutrisource. So it's a great time to come out and buy. Um, yeah, and then also uh, supplements, pet products uh, will also be uh, on sale this All Saturday. Right. Yeah, because like I said, uh, uh, with my nutrition seg- segment, you know, mm-hmm. I'll be suggesting a lot of what you carry there, and yeah. so that people they not only am I talking about, it, they can get it right, you know, ASAP and not have to wait, you know, yeah. to get it too. Say, did you get those Star Mark collars in? I did. Oh, yeah. good. Because I was going to yeah. call you anyway to find out because I could I could bring some up in case you did not get them. So I'm glad you got nope. the Star Mark collars. Nope, I have those uh, at the store for you. We're ready to go. Oh, nice, nice, nice. And now um, it's pretty, you know, pretty good parking. Now, um, part of the, the last time we were at the Pet Expo, they, you had kind of like a carnival in the, in the park in front of you. Is that still going on at the same time as yours? Yes, that is our, uh, that is the um, Chambers Harvest Festival. And that happens every year, okay. uh, the last Saturday in September. Okay. And so that will be going on. So uh, it's a we have a it's a two very large <laughs> yeah. you know because uh, they got a lot of handcrafted you know crafts and yeah. stuff like that and some food and and, and such now and so that's a really a good blend you know you can get everything yeah. a human stuff and the pet stuff so that is absolutely. really cool yeah absolutely it's going to be a fun day for everybody so oh. come on out yeah let's keep the keep our fingers crossed for a day like yesterday you know oh, how I nice know. you know it it's is. So, no, I know. Yeah. Not today. Today's a little too hot. <laughs> yeah, it is a little warm. Yeah. Okay. So once again, it's going to be this coming Saturday, the twenty fifth, yep. at Peterson's uh, some North Branch uh, Mill. Mill. Yep. From, from nine to one. Yep. From nine to one, and it's free. 
Correct. Bring your dogs on a six-foot or four-foot line, no retractable leashes. Correct. And then there's also the chambers having their thing in the park right in front of your place. And this place, guys, I cannot say enough about the products they carry between. They've got great cute clothes, great food, toys for kids like you wouldn't believe. Very Oh, it's a grand array of it. And a lot of it has to do with farming equipment, too. But, I mean, mm-hmm. you just have to experience Peterson's because it is phenomenal. What is your website so they can learn more? It's pnbmill.com. P-N-B. Yep, mill. P as in Peterson, okay, yeah. N as in North, B as in Branch, mill.com. Okay, well, I'm going to put that on my uh, website this week, too. So, I like, do. hopefully, well, everybody will come on up, see you guys, see what you've got, and then come up and hear uh, me speaking about the nutrition for dogs and cats at 930, and then at 1130, behavior mm-hmm. problems for dogs and cats. So, thank you so Perfect. much for calling, calling in, Jen. Good luck, and we'll see you on Saturday. Sounds good. Thanks, Katie. Have a good evening. You too. Bye bye. Yeah, like I said, I just can't see enough. And what you just do is take uh, thirty-five. You know, thirty-five E and thirty-five W. They all blend just in Forest Lake. Just take thirty-five up to the North Branch North Branch exit, and then go off the exit. And that's if those of you that might. Remember the old Tanger outlet? It's not called Tanger anymore. What they were trying to do many, 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 many years ago was try to build like an Albertville there, you know, but it just didn't take off. So it kind of died, and now it's in, it, there's not many shops in that Tanger outlet, and they've renamed it, and I can't remember. But anyway, so you exit off on that, if you guys are familiar with Tanger outlet, exit off North Branch, go on up, you take a right, and you go down uh, probably one, two, I think it's three blocks it's on the left. You'll see where the main park is, and it's just the back side of the main park you'll see the um the dryers and the uh pillars where they store corn and grain and grain and stuff like that you can't miss it it's, it's good it's gonna be an awesome time so please stop on out and that's from nine to one coming up this saturday okay and so once again if you got some questions now i'm open to you so 651-641-1071 that's 651-641-1071 now, getting back to shy dogs, uh, once again, you've got to build your confidence by going through it. Now, an obedience class, you don't want an obedience class that is a wah factor, all right? Uh, as far as like, if there's, now my classes have seven dogs a class. And so it's a little bit more calmer and not as uh, chaotic. Some dogs, depending on their fear level, you might do well to do a private class so we can get you organized, get the dog organized, show you how to start building the confidence in the dog. I'm trying to put together a shy dog class right now. Um, I'm get, trying to get the verbiage correct, and then I'll be posting it. You know, for people, how to work, whether it's a puppy that's shy, whether it's an adult dog that's shy, and uh, so to help you understand and not coddle the dog so that everybody when they see something worried or scared they want to immediately do the poor poor oh beer's okay and dogs don't need that you got to build that confidence and dogs that have the um do you know what submission urination is there brian i don't okay when you go up to pet a dog and uh, it pees in front of you Okay, that's not a potty training problem. That is, oh my gosh, I'm, are you okay with me? Are you okay? Okay, I'll do whatever you ask. They're really eager to please. And so by submission peeing in front of you, believe it or not, those are the dogs that are the easiest to train. Oh, really? Because they want to please you so much. And so then as you build their confidence, then pretty soon they don't pee anymore. Like when you go to greet them or when you get really mad at them, if you yell at them, they'll sometimes pee. So that's not a potty training problem. Do not scold them when they submission urination like that. Start teaching tricks. Start to, um, uh, like brain teasers, brain games for dogs. Look on YouTube, uh, put in dog tricks. Uh, you know, have them jump through hula hoops. Uh, there's so much that you can do with dogs. It's, it's phenomenal. 
And now I did just open a nose work class. It's just an intro into it. It's one time to show you how to get your dog to find things that you hear. Smell this. This is the scent I want you to find. And so the whole thing is to just introduce you into other ways. And then if you choose that you want to do more things with your dog, you know, extend on it. There's other places that do have regular classes of nose work that you can be trained in if you want to go further with it. But otherwise, there's just so many things you can do at home to have fun. And as I always tell people, use the dog, put the miles on the brains, not the paws. People way, way over exercise their dogs, but put the miles on their brains, not their paws. Okay, how many heart chambers does a cockroach have? How many carts chambers does a cockroach have? Do they have 6, 12, or 18? 6, 12, or 18 chambers in their heart. We'll be back. Thank you much for tuning in to the radio show. 20th year this year. Who would have believed it? Who would have thunked it? A gal that talked dogs. That's a show for 20 years <laughs> on a station that is awesome that talks about movies and actors and actresses. <laughs> oh, well, it is what it is. I am so grateful. I do that. I say that all the time. Uh, oh, let's see. Where are we at? Okay. How many heart chambers does a cockroach have? Is it 6, 12, or 18? Uh, let's go with 8. No, 6, 12, or 18. Oh, 18? Yes. Oh, I thought you said 8. 6, 12, or 18. Oh, let's go with 6. Okay, no, it's 12. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're looking at a little... I know some cockroaches that are pretty big honking things. Oh, but, yeah. But the thing is, but still, 12, 12 chambers... That blows my mind. That's a lot. I yeah, feel it. think. Yeah. Good. Grief. How many do we have? Do you know? Have any? Do we just have two in human heart? <laughs> uh, That's another trivia question. We should look that up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, well, hey, you got a question? Give a holler. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Who's up to bat there, kid? All right. So we have Pat on the phone who has potty training problems. Oh, the old PT. Oh yeah. <laughs> there we go. Hi, Patty. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, thank you for calling. What kind of pupper do you have? She is a Yorkie mix. Okay. Um, How many we, pounds? I'm sorry, what? How many pounds? Uh, she's about six and a half, seven. Okay. And then how old is she? She's seven years old. Seven years old. Okay. So what's going on? Well, we got her from my brother. He couldn't keep her anymore. Okay. And um, I'm just making notes here. She was given up to him because of the potty training thing, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she wouldn't potty train. And we were, she's pretty good about going, you know, so I'll ask her if she wants to go and she starts dancing around and we'll go outside. The, the pooping is outside. She's good about that. Oh, good. But I noticed like we were gone a, a few hours yesterday and the scatter rugs got peed on, you know, I don't have any runners in my hallway anymore. I'm afraid she's, you know, right. So, um, I've got pee pads down. The joke is, you know, I've got wall to wall pee pads. (laughs) (laughs) I know others that are in the same boat as you. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, she's really a sweet dog. I mean, she wants to go meet people. Oh, nice. I just kind of wonder, I think she wants, she's, so smart, I think she wants to run the household, okay. you know what I mean? We got three cats and another dog. Yeah. And I'm um, not sure how we ended up with three cats. And <laughs> You're not sure how you wound up with uh, two dogs, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. the big thing with little dogs, and usually the littler they are, the tougher the potty training is, because you got to look at their bladder. It's like the size of a pea. 
Yeah. It doesn't take much, okay? If they don't have good muscle mass in their bladder, they have accidents, okay? And mm-hmm. so the biggest thing that you got to do to calm you, you know, get everything just calmer and help her is that when you're going to leave, she, you're going to either have a playpen area for her, okay? okay? And then have your pee pads in there, or you're going to put her in a kennel. All right. Yeah. And, you know, and when she comes in from outside and she has piddled and doo-dooed, uh-huh. I would personally what I would do until she gets a little bit more trustworthy, I would not give her freedom in the house. She's on a leash hooked to me so that I know okay. right where she's at and what she's up to. And if I don't have time, then she's in the kennel or in her playpen. Okay. okay. And so you've got to control the situation instead of just, you know, taking up your runners, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And rearranging your house. Uh-huh. Don't give her the freedom. And now when you know, what's your protocol when you take her out? Do you just take her out and stand still or will you walk around the yard? What do you do? Um, we go up and down the block. I mean, at midnight, we'll, you know, uh, <laughs> we will walk down, you know, like a block away and that. And, okay. and she'll just pee then. She usually just doesn't number one in the morning you know, mm-hmm. when we out walking. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I would strongly suggest don't do that. Oh. Once she goes potty and comes back in, then if you choose to go for a walk, you go for a walk. That Because otherwise you're going to find yourself in 40 below weather where the dog won't want to go potty because they're used mm-hmm. to going potty on walks. They don't know okay. how to go potty in their potty spot at the house. And so this is what I'd strongly suggest is that you take her out like on a maybe a 10-foot line, go uh-huh. to the potty spot, stand still, don't walk around. You want her just to concentrate on the word potty or get busy, whatever word you're going to you know use. So uh-huh. it's going to be go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. And when uh-huh. she does go, you just very calmly go, oh, thank you, very nice, thank uh-huh. you, stay very calm. Now, a Minnesota dog, like first thing in the morning, Anytime you take a dog out to go potty, it's for two minutes, and that's it. So first thing uh-huh. in the morning, you should always get a piddle and a doo-doo. Let's say you take her out to the potty spot, stand still, go potty, go potty. She does a piddle. Okay, two minutes is up. Okay, she still hasn't given you the doo-doo. Come back in. Don't stand out there any longer than two minutes. You want her okay. to learn to get it done and get it done fast, okay? Uh-huh. So then in, you bring her in, and then in a minute or so, a little bit of a minute, then you're going to take her back out and try the pie and try it again. And if she does not do the doo-doo, remember this is morning call, uh-huh. then she comes back in. You either put her in her kennel or in her playpen, and now you feed her. And then after she gets done eating, then you're going to take her, wait for about 5, 10 minutes before you pick the bowl up. And mm-hmm. now take her out again and see if she has to go potty, okay? okay. The main yeah. time the dogs have to go potty is uh, like five minutes. For little dogs, it's usually five minutes after 10 minutes max. After uh-huh. you see them drinking, you take them out to go potty, okay? okay. Right she's when they from get... from Texas, um, so... She what? Uh, she's from Texas. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and my other dog, we actually kind of have a little pee area in in that room because he's old now and he's 10 and uh so he you know i'll take him out for a little bit but that's his area where he just goes mm-hmm. you know on papers mm-hmm. on plastic mm-hmm. kind of thing yep. Yeah, but you want to teach this one here, you know, teach her that potty goes outside. She doesn't have to have the same ammo as the other one, okay? Uh Yeah, definitely. Right, and so then now, okay, let's say, uh, uh, you know, 10 minutes after she gets it uneaten, you pick bowl up, you take her out, there's the potty. Okay, good, good. Now hook her on a leash, and now she can walk around with you like you're doing dishes, picking up or whatever, but you want her with you so she can't go around the corner and do something. And if you're very watchful, they usually have a potty dance. Some of them sit 
and stare at you like, hello, I have to go. <laughs> you know, some of them start sniffing the ground like, okay, where am I going to put it? Where am I going to put it? Yeah, Very yeah. seldom do they just squat. There's usually uh-huh. a pr- pr- you know, uh, whatever. The main time they have to go potty is first thing when they wake up in the morning, right when they wake up from a nap, right after they get done playing, and uh-huh. then 10, 15 minutes after they get done eating or drinking. Those are the okay. main potty times. But you don't want to give her opportunity. Otherwise, they become lazy. And uh-huh. then they're walking down the hallway, and all of a sudden, oh, I do have to go. Thump, there it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You want to make her more mindful of that it goes outside. Okay. But don't you give know, her, like I say, the freedom to do it in the house. Okay. Um, like, we've got, like, one of those um, trans, those, it looks like a, I don't know, a large tap box type of thing, a transporter. You know what yep. I mean? It's plastic. Is it something like that, or it should be something bigger that we kind of keep her... In, well, how was the size of the transporter? Oh, oh yeah, it's it's like for a um, medium sized dog. Okay, you know, yeah, so you could keep her in there when you don't have time to pay attention to her or watch her. Okay, uh-huh. then she can go okay. in there because then see the more space you give her, then the more inkling she's going to go pee in uh-huh. the you know like if you make her a playpen area. More likely okay. she will, but if you can make it confined where she has to hold it, it teaches uh-huh. it helps her bladder gets more control. Okay. All right. And so then you take her out, she goes potty. And sometimes with the little dogs, I take them out twice. They go potty, they're very nice, very nice. They come in, I wait a minute, then I take them back out just to make sure. Now uh-huh. I'll let you have a little bit of freedom in the house, but the dog has to stay in the same room as me. Usually okay. what I do after they go, I usually, the, the protocol I use is two weeks are tied to you when they, you know, and then the third week you're going to let them drag the re- leash, but uh-huh. they have to stay in the same room as you. If they try to leave okay. the room, ah, uh-uh, come back here, come on. Oh, very nice, very nice. Uh-huh. The fourth week they can drag the leash around the house, uh, you know, whatever. And then the, if everything had been going well with no accidents and take the leash, leash off in the fifth week and to give it a shot. Okay. But the whole um, thing is baby steps. Like how long, um, like when we're out and about, like we take off for like a half a day or something, how long uh, can they stay in their little kennel crate thing? I push, you're pushing seven, eight hours. Oh, okay. That long. Oh, yeah. Okay. At that age, they can hold it if they truly want to. But there again, some dogs, you know, they've either been because they haven't been potty trained, they haven't learned to hold it, to, so their bladder isn't strong. Uh-huh. So by making her like, you know, having her have a smaller area where she can't okay. pee in one side and sleep in the other, then what's okay. going to happen is that she's going to be forced to kind of hold it. Okay. Okay. And Great. so then it'll get stronger, and hopefully, then you'll be on, you'll go forward with the wow. whole thing. Okay? okay. Thank you so much. Oh, you're more than welcome. Good luck. Thank you. Bye bye. Yeah, the little ones they have a harder time. You know, you know, I had Ethel and I had Gilligan, and I have Gilligan. Ethel's gone, but anyway, and uh, it is every dog is just like two legged kids. I don't know. You got any nieces, nephews, whatever? Yeah, I do. Okay, yeah. what's the, what kind are they like? Two? What color? Kind, um, what color? Well, I mean, very young. I mean, newborns. Oh, so. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, because you'll you'll see once they get you know walking and then you start potty training. You know what I mean? All of a sudden they do the potty dance. Like, okay, if you're not paying attention, there's an accident. You know. <laughs> yep. And so, and every kid, like uh, my daughter Cassandra, she potty trained at a year and a half, and my grandson was three and a half. I kept looking at him like, uh, hello. Hello, <laughs> Cassandra is done at, but you know, girls, boys, I don't know. But it, anyway, it, it worked. And so you just got to, you, you got to set up a program, follow through and be on top of the situation. You don't give them any freedom to mess in your house. So now you have to, even when you get such a little dog like that, you know, if, if you don't catch the peas and all of a sudden it's eating the carpet up and then pretty soon, you know, in a couple of years, you're going to need new carpet because you can't find where it is. 
Uh, well, actually, you can. You can get one of those, um, what do they call those? Ultraviolet lights, those purple lights. Oh, yeah. Okay. And yet you turn off all the lights in the house and you go maybe about three inches above the carpet. You scan it. You may not want to see because, like, if anybody threw up or if you didn't clean up anything, it's going to show with that light. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you can use the ultraviolet light to find where they've gone. And then that anti icky poo is a great, great thing, you know, for, um, uh, uh, cleaning. And, and sometimes if a dog or a cat has had a main spot where they've always been peeing, People uh, surface clean it, but they don't. It's it got saturated and went down, especially if it's older carpet. It's gone down through the pad and got caught between the flooring, you know, the wood and the, and so they can still smell it. And there it is. So then what you do is you take anti icky poo and put it in a syringe and literally push it into the carpet pad into the floor to get rid of that smell because what it does anti icky poo is um, all natural so it changes the chemical com- chemical po- compound of urine so is what it is hey we got some open lines give a call 651-641-1071 651-641-1071 okay all the six legs of an ant are attached to which part which of its part okay all six legs of an ant are attached to which of its parts? We'll be right back. So glad there's no Justin Bieber. <laughs> they still played on other shows, and it was way too long on this show, so I'm hoping he doesn't jump in. We still got another hour. Or so. yeah, hopefully not, yeah. <laughs> oh, it drives me up a tree. Okay, where are we at here? Okay, da 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 da. All the six legs of an ant are attached to which of its parts? Which of its what? Can you part. Say? Which of its part? Legs. All the legs, all six legs, are attached to what part of an ant of the ant? Oh, um, its butt or something? <laughs> it's thorax. Thor. Oh, okay. Thorax. Okay. Close. <laughs> ants are really cool. That's true. Yeah, that's true. They can't answer really. <laughs> I had an ant farm when I was a kid, and it was really cool to be able to see underground. You know how they do their. The, all the tunnels and how busy they are, mm-hmm. and it's just like whoa. Yep. And then yeah, they can they can lick. They're like Hercules, you know, in a small small package. Mm-hmm. But anyway, just like you know, a flea could jump the equivalent of uh, a human jumping the Empire State Building. Oh, really? That's how high a flea can jump, the equivalent to a human jumping the Empire State Building. And there you have it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Okay, give a holler. 651-641-1071. You said somebody called in? Yeah, so we got Judy on the line who has a question on dog treats. Dog treats. Yay, dog treats. Hey, Judy. Hi. Hi. Hey, Katie. This could be a long conversation. Okay. But first of all, I have to tell you, I was a nurse in a clinic that did family practice. Okay. And we were in... Hudson and I shouldn't say Hudson, but we were in Hudson. Okay. <laughs> and, um, people would come in and the kids would have fleas. And you're right. You could see them jumping. <laughs> I mean, you just. Wow. Oh, God, wow. Wow. You know, in the olden, you know, in the olden days, I mean, like way back when, if a house had been empty for a long time, you know what they would do is they would put some sheep in the house Okay, and so all the fleas would be attracted to the sheep, and then they'd take the sheep, obviously, outside. (laughs) But that was a way to get rid of fleas in the olden days if you suspected them. Isn't that something? It's really hard. You tell the mom she's got to go home and clean 
clean. The, I mean, it's just incredible. It is. Anyway, I have this dog that is, um, he was three and a half in May. Oh, I don't know. He's probably almost four, but okay. he's at rescue. Yep. And we think he his papers from Texas, coincidentally, say Rottweiler, but he doesn't have an ounce of Rottweiler. Ah. And his head looks like a dachshund almost. Oh, okay. Almost. Okay. And then his back is like the small size of labs okay. that they're doing now. Okay. So he's like, well, I'm going to say 50 pounds. All right. But he came at about 46 okay. pounds. And we got a mid-May. And um, oh, everybody is on me that he's getting fat. And okay. I don't. I don't know. I don't feel like I overfeed him, but I probably do. I give him um, a half a cup of Nutrisource okay. small bites. Okay. And then I give him a quarter of a cup of hamburger okay. and a quarter of a cup of rice. Okay. And that's morning and evening. All right. And then in between time. Um, I have handmade those treats, you know, that you have the recipe for, and you make yeah. them yourself. Yeah. And he really likes those. So I will give him one or two of those a day. And then, you know, he knows to come to me, and I'll give him something. Okay. So I I don't know what you think about everything. Okay, yeah, you're overfeeding him. <laughs> how, oh, oh. How, old did, how old did you say he was? I think he's close to four, three okay. and a half to okay, four. Okay, yeah. yes. okay. Uh, yes. the uh, dog system, when it hits three years old, is like when ours hit about 40. You know how when you're 20, you could eat a piece of bu- bu- peanut butter parfait and you wouldn't show up on the hips? At 30, yes. you'd eat maybe a, a medium uh, sundae or a large sundae, nothing on the hips. At 40, you know, you, t- you eat a large cone. At 50, you eat a small cone. And at 60, the calories just jump into the into the truck, okay? And so their system comes to a screaming halt when it comes to three years old. And each year they are, it gets slower and slower because they're no longer growing, all right? And if they're not like herding cattle or something like that or actually active, uh, you know, that truly burns calories, you have to feed accordingly. And so too many people overfeed the dogs. And so what I would strongly recommend is that, you know, use a smaller bowl, because then it looks like, you know, when you put a lot in there, he looks like he's eating oh, a lot. Sir. Okay. And then, uh, now you said a a half a cup or a cup of Nutrisource? A half a cup. A half a cup. Okay. But then of you... A small bite. Right. And then a half a cup of uh, hamburger, cup. right? Quarter of a cup of hamburger. Okay. And then... Quarter a yeah. cup of rice. Okay. Nix the rice. Throw the rice away. Okay. okay. Because that's high in starches, and that can uh, add to the pounds. Right. And then now your treats that if you make specialty treats, I would give them maybe two a day. Now, is, are they very big? Are they, how big are they? No, they're real small. Okay. You cut them with the arm and they're real small. OK, so then what you're going to do is you're going to give 
uh, one of your specialty treats in the morning, you know, like after, let's say mid morning or whatever. And one of your special treats, you know, in the evening, whatever time you want to set. But during the day, if you're going to give them anything, only use veggies, all kinds, green peas, broccoli, green beans. The greens family is the best. Cauliflower. Give them a oh, couple. Are you talking out of a can or something? No, no, no. Go buy some veggies from the store or from the frozen section. Don't do can because can has too high a salt. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so you just go to the freezer section, and then and what you're going to do is you're going to take out, you know, not even a handful of, of, of veggies, that, and that is what's going to be your whole day's worth. So if you, you use all them up by noon, he doesn't get anything else after that, okay? You have to okay. learn to be sparingly so it doesn't add up. And now sometimes if the dog doesn't add up, you know, the weight seems like he's getting too fat and is really you aren't feeling much. Then what you can do is you have them have a thyroid test because sometimes when they have a hypo, that means their thyroid is slow. You could give them like a half a cup of dog food all day and they'll still get fat. All right. So that's what you want to do. Is he due to go to the vet at all anytime soon? And actually, the vet said to bring him back and he's got something going on with his ears. But okay. That he would check out the weight and then do a thyroid test. Good. And that's what you want to do is you want to rule out, because no matter how you feed him, if he's got a thyroid problem, nothing's going to work. Okay? So check out his... And then if it's not a thyroid, then it's just your hand being too kind to your dog. (laughs) Then we got to back off the chow. All right? Okay. But the other... Because we don't want to kill our dogs with kindness. Because it takes right. three, four years off the dog's life if they get ro- obese. All of a sudden, they're having diabetes, and that's going to cost you an arm and a leg. Then they're having heart problems. That's going to cost you an arm and a leg. And the better thing you could have done from the very beginning is cut back on the chow, and you would have spent less money in the chow and no monies on vets. Okay. okay. My husband does walk him three miles a day. Okay. So he gets a good walk in, and he loves it. Right. But of course, but, with winter now, I'm kind of afraid of what would happen. But, but, um, but see, the thing is, is that if you're overfeeding them, those three miles a day is bumpkins, okay? So the thing is not to walk them longer or more. The thing is to cut back on the chow because then you save okay. money on the food. You save money on the vet bills. You save, you don't have as much doo-doos in your lawn because he can't utilize everything you're feeding him. So it's a win-win by just cutting back and using smaller bowls. And then, like I say, use green peas, green bees, and not handfuls. We're talking one at a time, huh? Okay, and so it may not look like much to you, but unfortunately, too many owners, you know, kill their dogs with kindness by overfeeding them, and then they're in tears when we lose them, and they could have lasted three more years, four more years, but they, the heart couldn't take it handling that big of a body anymore. Yeah. Because it's really yeah, hard in their I heart. That. I guess I knew that, but I just... Wanted you to say it. Yeah. Okay. Blame it on me. <laughs> you be the bad guy. There you go. Yes. So now you can say Katie Canine says. <laughs> I will. Okay. We'll so cut back, kiddo. Week. Say again. What, what park is that thing in North Branch? It's in North Branch, right in Middletown. You, you know, when you exit off of 35, oh, you take, yeah, you take a right go. and go into town. It's on the left. You can't miss it. It's a big ta-ta. Okay. Okay, All good. Right. Yes. Yeah, stop okay. by. It'd be great Thank to see you. Ya. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Which animal never sleeps? A bullfrog, a whale, or a sloth? Which animal never sleeps? We'll be back.